Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your Demetrius Mason. Joining Emma and Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? Sleepyhead Darnell Jones today. And joined today by... <laughs> Triple D's. Hey, we might all be tired, but even in the midst of it, we're all still here. So let's get it. Yep. Let's get it. We are still here. Eight days away from the playing game. Apparently, Dom didn't know that I've been saying that the playing game is May 18th for like the last two weeks. Darnell, you've heard me say this, right? Like at least yeah. Like almost a month now. Um, he was like, I didn't know it was May 18th. I was like, dude, I've said it on every podcast for a while. <laughs> no, we're eight days away from the playing game, I believe. For full more. disclosure. Uh, you don't listen. Own, no, they know that. I be, I be in my own world sometimes, so... <laughs> It's like saying you don't listen it. with extra words, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like saying you don't listen with extra words, but okay. And, and that's why I'm the Kyrie of the group, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to point guard duties. The Nets end up beating the Nuggets 125-119. Um, in this game, KD went crazy. 33 points on only 14 shots. Kyrie with 31 on 17 shots as well. And they got 20 points from Blake Griffin on only 10 shots. As a team, the Nets shot 62% from the field. Beating the Nuggets, they got 29, 7-6 <clears throat> from Jokic, 28 from Porter, but it wasn't enough to beat the Nets. Uh, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? South point guard KB. Whenever, you know, Kyrie's obviously in his best when he's scoring, so – the ball's in Kevin Durant's hands a lot at the end of the games and at the end of the game, brother. And he was making plays and getting others involved and doing his thing. And it was he was really the catalyst that led up to this victory. And you know, they got 20 from Blake Griffin. He made four threes, which is great. You got three threes off the bench from Jeff Green. That's awesome to see. And for the Nuggets, they just didn't get the production that they needed from their MVP. Down the stretch, Nikola Jokic had plenty of opportunities to get the job done and just couldn't. There was a couple of plays where he had a couple of post-ups, and he just couldn't take advantage. A couple of misses, easy, easy shots, and just couldn't take advantage. I think it's a sign that kind of when things get – they need a they need a guard, right? Obviously, they're missing – you know, Jamal Murray. So having no, only Michael Porter. <laughs> yeah, like that's why Austin Rivers was in the starting lineup because they just need some more shot creation and someone that can, you know, create for themselves. Because if the game's on the line and they have to give it to Jokic every play, it's I love Jokic, but it's the center. Like it's you know, he has limited moves. So it was just an interesting game to watch. I'll just leave it at that. I'm about to – Dom, go ahead. Yeah, um, Denver was up for, like, the entire game until the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure they were up, like, by 20 or so or even maybe 10, but I think they were up by, like, 20 or so. So they were up for most of the game. And then towards the end, hey, man, MVP, the, the MVP folded. And that's why, like – that's why I said before, other people have said 
this this year will be one of the weaker years for an MVP in like the last. Nick Rice said like twenty five. I'll say like ten, but you feel me? It'll be one of the weaker years for MVP at least in the last decade. And right. you feel me? And even then, I mean, obviously they were missing, you know, Jamal Murray, of course, and they were missing Monte Morris, and they're missing players. They are missing players, so he does have an excuse for that reason. And, and he was playing the Nets, so it's not like he just lost to a bad team. Like I try, you know, just kill the dude, but you feel me? They were up big, and then down the stretch, they just weren't able to close it. And of course, you're not going to be able to stop KD and Kyrie once they're rolling. But you feel me? If y'all got a big lead, you gotta you gotta hang on to it. We'll talk about a game later where another team had a huge lead. They were Ray Fold, and then you feel me, the MVP of their team kept closed the deal. And Jokic gotta do the same thing, especially if he won't be the league MVP. Cause I think it's already set in stone at this point. So and that's what it came down to for me. Remind me real quick. Do you guys think Jokic is a superstar? He's gonna end whenever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he's an MVP, he gotta be a superstar. Okay. We gotta hold him a superstar, you know. Superstar yeah. He folded at the end of this game. Yeah. I don't I don't did you guys watch it? I think Darnell watched it, I can tell. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. You you said, <laughs> you said exactly what I what I saw. So they were <clears throat> winning the game, obviously, the whole time. First off, in the fourth quarter, the Nuggets scored 15 points. That's not good enough. I don't care. Nope. <laughs> Especially considering, hey, man, you, this is a team that doesn't have a center. We've seen Joel Embiid. We've seen Giannis. We've seen, you know, the other big men who are in the MVP. Shaquille O'Drummond. Yep. Even Drummond, we've seen like centers just destroy this team, like eat them alive because um, they don't have any bigs. Late in the game, Jokic has the ball three times, and they were up by, I want to say, one or two before, when this started happening. He's missed three hook shots, like easy ones, like right at the basket hook shots. Then to make it worse, to make it all so much worse, he then immediately complains to the refs. Every time, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna save that part for my dickhead of the day, but yeah. <laughs> damn, <laughs> you could have still said it. <laughs> you ain't no, had this. I, I got it. I'm gonna change it now. <laughs> you still said it, but <laughs> it was really, really, and the whole time I'm just sitting and I'm like, damn. Not if Giannis gonna beat him twice. Like. Well, Giannis is better. Giannis is better than Jokic. I think we all agree on that. Okay, but he's also playing better this year, so that means he's getting. I mean, hey, man, I'm just. We all said Giannis would be the MVP if he didn't win it twice in a row. I'm just restating it. I'm just restating this. Also, want to point out, obviously, as we know, Steph's played him twice, beat him. Steph just scored 49 in 29 minutes. I don't know. Man, do we have to give Jokic the MVP? Like, is that just like because it was right there. To me, I was watching, I was like, oh, if they just beat the Nets, then fine. I really was like, you know what? Cool. 
quarter. Not only did they lose, they had a big lead and lost. And it's not like we can say, obviously, obviously they missed Jamal Murray. Composite had 19 on nine shots. Like, Rivers had 12. Michael Porter gave him 28. It's really not like anyone else was playing badly. Like, if you look at the shooting percentages of the team, uh, to Michael Green had a worse one. He was 3 of 12. But other than that, Jokic had the worst one, really, of all of, like, the major players on the team. Bobo was 0 for 3. But – and he wasn't bad. He was He's never bad, right, except for those Lakers games. I like your game. He was kind of bad. Um, but it's just, like, how many times against these – in these marquee matchups, it's not coming through right now. Lakers, you know, against the other MVP and stuff. You know, and now against the Nets. I don't know. I don't I don't love it. I don't love that. Here's here's the thing. You have to give it to him. Here's the thing, though. It's just like saying he's the MVP don't mean he's the best player of the of this season. I think it means it's it's just he's had the most value to his team. And you look at the standings, you look at the Nuggets record, as as much as we want to say. Like, they have the same record. They have the exact same record as the Nets. Like, they literally do have this. They both have a better record than the Bucks. So, as much as we want, give it to, you know, Giannis. And, again, Giannis missed a few games, but, you know, that obviously hurts his case as well. But Jokic has a better record than most teams in the league, aside from uh, Philly, Phoenix, and Utah. We already said why Joel can't win it because he's always hurt. He kept he kept getting hurt, and then as soon as Ben didn't play, we found out that oh shit, Ben's low key the MVP too. Well, we already knew that, but it just showed it even more. So and B kind of fucked up with that. Even though y'all are on an eight game win streak, but still, when Ben's not there, it, it's atrocious. So you feel me? It's and then Murray got hurt, so he is playing without his second best player, the dude that kept scoring fifty in the playoffs does have to win it by default however I don't think that there have been plenty of players that have been better than him this season Steph's been better Luca's been better Giannis has been better um Joel I think has been better even though like I just said he did when Ben wasn't there he looked awful at least Jokic can survive when when Jamal's not out there and then um Harden's been better obviously you I could you can make a case all three of the Nets have been better so, I mean, I don't think Jokic has been the best player this season, but just because of all the facts that go into it, I think Jokic just kind of has to win it. Unless unless Joel just – unless they just give it to Joel. That's the only other viable option. Steph not getting it. He's not getting it as an eight seed. They're not going to give him the Russ love that Russ got that one year. So, Steph's kind of out of it. But I think it's just between them two. And, again, if Giannis saying – if Giannis didn't just win it twice in a row and then fold in the playoffs both times, then I think that he would have a better chance. But nah, it's just gonna go to Jokic. But again, like I said, like I've said weeks ago, this is gonna be the weakest one. So yeah, Ronald, any thoughts on that? Shouldn't have. Um, a, have a I don't want to have an MV argument again. But um, I don't think – I think the MVP award changes, like, the 
criteria changes based on narrative. I don't think there's one criteria that fits every MVP. And this year, it's just he's the the PER darling. Yeah. I think he has like one of the highest PERs of everybody this season. Yeah, something record breaking or something crazy like that. But mm-hmm. I'm not really. I don't. I don't know, man. It's tough because like down the stretch. He started off hot, but I don't know if he's if if he's done enough to have a full body of work that just screams MVP. Even though he had the lead for majority of the season, so I don't know. It's a toss up for me right now. This MVP is about health. Yeah, a hundred percent health, health and voter fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. all good. Because again, if you give that dude three straight, you damn near saying he's a goat. <laughs> so he's about to be. He is about to be, but that's you 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 put you already setting him up for it. But the, the thing is if you give him three in a row, what's to really stop you from giving it to him four years in a row? They not they definitely not doing that. They're not just, giving him three in a row. But. I know, I know. That's why they. That's why they're not giving him three in a row. Because if he had the same season next year, they really not gonna give him the award again. Like Demetrius said, he can't get three in a row if he's not gonna win a title. Like, if you yeah. just gonna keep get, if you just gonna keep getting there, you gonna keep winning all these MVPs. And keep getting bounced out before even making the finals. Like three MVPs is in a row. That's goat talk, and you just can't get goat talk if you can't make the finals. Yeah, I mean it's partially his decision for choosing the state. Even though he obviously would have still been there this year unless they traded him. But part of the reason why we only had one unanimous MVP. Exactly. He also wouldn't have won MVP if he left. Either. Like I said, him leaving would have made it easier. He definitely wouldn't win if he was No, I'm saying, but he would have won some titles if he left. Yeah. I don't think he would have. If he went to go to State or Dallas or whatever, I don't think he would win anymore. Well, he might, but uh, I think that he would have he would have increased his chance of winning a title if he went to play with Steph or Luca. Or even, I've said it before, and people laughed. Because they didn't realize how good they were, but I was like, if Giannis went to if Giannis went to the Hawks, that would be crazy too. Yeah, I, I stand mean, by that. You can put you can put Giannis on uh, a lot of teams, man. He'd turn them up. Yeah, I mean most teams. I didn't think Miami was the best fit, and I didn't think Toronto was the best fit either, because those are the two he was linked to. I thought Golden been, State and Dallas would be the best fits. Speaking of which, this is became this just became a Giannis conversation because that's how much we don't want to talk about Jokic. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to criticize him correctly. That's nuts, <clears throat> bro. It's like he he the, he's an MVP by default. I mean, it's just nothing else to say. It's, it's like. You just kind of got to win it. 
if Murray gonna be hurt and he gonna have a better record than everybody else, I mean, shit. Moving on, the Heat beat the Celtics 130-124. Game started off ugly for the Celtics, but they crawled back and almost came all the way back, but couldn't quite complete the comeback at the end. Jimmy Butler ended up with 26 points, 11 assists, and 8 rebounds. Bam out of bio, 20 points on only five shots. Duncan Robinson, 6 of 10 from three, 22 points. Um, for the Celtics, Evan Fournier, the much maligned Evan Fournier, had 30 points. Jason Tatum with 29 on 16 shots, but again, wasn't enough to complete the comeback at the end. Um, Dom, what did you see out of this one? It was it was another one of those games for Boston where they started off cold as hell in the first half, and you know they're not the best team at playing defense, obviously. So, you know Miami was still able to score. They were letting Duncan, you know, they were letting Duncan hit a bunch of threes. They were letting him shoot. Um, Trevor Reason went out there. He was very effective. Jimmy Butler, you know, he was pacing himself out there like he normally do, but he went out there, had his 26 points. Tyler Hero came out there, had 12. Everybody went out there, and they did their thing for the most part. I mean, Dragic was inefficient, but he was really the only one. The Celtics aren't that good at playing defense. And, you know, when their shots are missing, they look like a terrible team. But then in the second half, as we saw with the Spurs, you know, the shots started falling. The difference here, though, was that, you feel me, Jimmy Butler's better better closer than DeMar DeRozan. And you feel me, even though – even though the, the Celtics did come back, I think they brought it back to within five in, in like the last like five minutes or so. Jimmy and Bam just didn't let them come fully come back. Bam was hitting a few like step back middies, stuff like that, hit a few mid range shots, hitting some free throws. Jimmy, the same thing, hitting some like hitting some layups off the backboard, stuff like that, you know. So as much as Boston was trying to climb back, and they were fighting back, they were hitting all the clutch shots that they needed to. Miami just didn't let it get away from them, and that's what I was saying about you know, you know the the other game, the Denver game. You know, once you got a big lead like that, even if the other team is fighting back, you just gotta close it. And while Jokic couldn't, Jimmy did, and Jimmy does. We know Jimmy does. We've seen it for the past few years. Whether whether you think he is superstar or not, he he at least he, whether he is or not, he's one of the better closers in the league. So, because of his offense and defense, so yeah. I know what was my takeaway. Don't know what were your thoughts. I thought that uh, obviously Duncan or not Duncan, but Bam did a good job of getting to the free throw line. He was ten of eleven, five of five from the field. Surprisingly, a minus three. But, you know, Jimmy Butler was the key to victory. Just his 26 points, his eight rebounds, getting those crucial 11 assists with three turn only three turnovers. He was, you know, one of the catalysts of getting Duncan involved. And we know once Duncan Robinson gets going from Miami, then it's really a their whole offense, and everyone kind of can feed off of that. And they got some, you know, a couple threes off the bench from Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero, and it was enough to – squeak away a Jalen Brownless Celtics team. I think um, overall, they got Robert Williams back. He was terrible. Four points, two rebounds. Only played 11 and a half minutes. I don't know if he re-injured himself or what happened, but Tristan Thompson played 32, grabbed 12 rebounds, two points. 
You got 16 off the bench from Naismith, which is good to see. Um, he looks like he's establishing a role higher in the in the rotation than Peyton Pritchard. So that's going to be something to watch for. And we know the Celtics have been a 500 team. And some nights they're great, some nights not so much. So until they can figure it out, well, obviously it's too late for the Celtics to figure it out. I don't know what they're going to do, but we know once – they don't have one of their big three, then it's tougher than the win. They're going to lose in the first round is what they're going to do. But what I what, – Well, for the offseason, I just want to say for the offseason, I don't think <clears> – because we, we know they don't really have, like, an identity. They don't have a strong identity. It's just shoot the ball. So, like, because that's the that, – because that's the plan – what do, how do you really move from that? Like, what do you do in the off season, or like, what do you do to like try and help that? Because <laughs> the I mean the the answer would be like Brad Stevens. Like, but do you really just want to give up on him after everything he's done so far, or do you want to try and replace any of your players first? Like, I, the Celtics are in a weird position because it's not like a they're one of the few teams that don't have like an easy fix. Yeah, they don't. Because Kemba's on a big contract, but you can't move. Hey, man, Orlando wanted it. Orlando did want it. Great trade him for Aaron Gordon and been A-OK. You would have had Marcus Smart and then a taller Marcus Smart. You'd have been fine. Because, I mean, the the whole reason they were Losing this game so bad is really because in the first half, Kendrick Nunn was outplaying Kemba Walker. That obviously, that changed in the second half, and they started coming back. Not, not like Kemba played great, but Kendrick had like 12 in the first half. Kemba had a huge struggling, missing a lot of shots. Um, bigger question is even for right now, it looks like Fournier, he's been obviously picking it up. But it looks like he can only score in the starting lineup, but you can't start him. So... The real question is, do you use Hammer, Nate Smith, or both? You're going to put Marcus on the bunch, I think. There's no fucking way. They used to do I think Marcus is a starter now. They can't do that. But but they that's what they were doing last year. They straight put Marcus on the bench. Can't. He's the only guy who kind of guards somebody. <clears throat> I mean, Jalen still has the illusion that he does, so. Jalen fool, Jalen trick y'all, man. Jalen don't play no defense. <laughs> yeah, you tricked the hell out of me. <laughs> I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes he can jump and get you a block. I I saw him guard the fuck out of Siakam and thought they had something. <laughs> you know what Jalen is? Jalen's a great second wing defender. Yeah, Tatum is an awful He's a good put. defender, and that's the whole issue. That was the whole issue yesterday. Yeah, the Tatum is. I was. I was watching. I was like, man, they can't put him on anybody. He's just letting Duncan shoot. Now Goran killing. I was like, they can't really stick him anywhere. Yeah, I'd say as you saw, all the Heat could score, all of them. So mm-hmm. at least Jalen is the second guy. He can be annoying. 
he can like he can do what I, I say the Bucks do a lot. Just they randomly come in, they try to get steals, poke the ball, swipe at the yeah. ball. Jason just yeah. don't even be there. So Jalen more like a Chris Chris Middleton type defender. He's better than Chris Middleton. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, Chris Middleton, I won't say he was shutting Durant down, but he was he was there. He was bothering Durant a little bit. Jalen Brown's a better defender than Chris Middleton. I'm just gonna say that. Chris not a bad defender. Jalen Brown's not a great defender, but he's better than Chris Middleton. Amen. So, you gotta see it. You have to see it. You guard Durant. That's when guard Durant. They might, they might have to do it. They might have to do it this series, this next. Because the way Boston looking, they looking like they gonna get the seventh seed, so six or seven seed, and Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee are right there. So, well, the Celtics and the Heat play soon, so I guess we'll find out. I think they're they're gonna get the seventh seed. It's pretty clear to me right now. Um, I'm impressed with the the reason you can't really fire Brad Stevens is because for some for whatever reason, this team. I think the reason is because their whole identity issue, but they come back all the time. They really do yeah. a stupid fight. Yeah, I was like, oh, the Heat because the Heat were up 25. I think after I was like, oh, well, this is over. Yeah, then I could just see it slowly happening, slowly happening. And it's like if the other team ever starts missing shots, it really is right there for them. Yeah. And they just keep jacking up shots. And eventually something you know. <laughs> um, but moving on, the Knicks end up being the Clippers 106-100. In this game, <laughs> Sarah throws went crazy. 25 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds off the bench. Reggie Bullock came in as well at 24. He was second leading scorer, plus 15. Uh, for the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard struggled. They did have 29. He was 9 of 26 shooting. Paul George was much better. 18 points on 8 of 20 shooting. And we know the Knicks have one of the best defenses in the league. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Yeah, playoff P. 40% from the field, 22% from three. (laughs) Zero free throw attempts. It's not a recipe to win, especially when you're playing a team that's, you know, one of the upper echelon teams in the Eastern Conference because we have to put the Knicks right there now. And, you know, for the Knicks, obviously not the greatest Julius Randle game, even though he did have a double-double. He was 14 points on 19 shots, not great efficiency there, zero for four from three. But Reggie Bullock, he went five of 12 from three, eight of 17 from the field, gave him the 24 points and the plus 15. And you combine that with Derrick Rose off the bench and, you know, they have something. And I think the Knicks, obviously the Knicks are the best story in the NBA this year as far as, you know, good stories because the Knicks have been bad so long. And we saw them get shunned by free agents in the offseason. And they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps, literally, and started, I don't know, maybe they – I don't know if they trained harder in the offseason or what, but it, or maybe it's a Tibbs effect, but the Knicks, they seem to figure it out. And regardless of if 
they spent the first top first round pick on Obi Toppin, and he hasn't panned out so far. They still have enough pieces to still win games, which has been surprising. Um, but for the Clippers, this is just the story of their season. Like they have nights where they look like one of the best teams in the league, and then they fall flat on their face other nights. So they're up and down team, even though they're one of the elite teams in the West. They still just have their nights where they just leave you scratching your head. Um, this came down to one dude to me. And it was just the fact that <clears throat> Derrick Rose was the best player on either team. And you feel me? He, he, he came off the bench. He gave them, you know, 25 points on 11 of 17 shooting. He gave them eight assists, six rebounds. Now, I don't know if y'all have been noticing, but Derek, like he's really been he's been snapping recently. Like he was he was good at, at as soon as he came to the Knicks. I think he got hurt for a little bit, and they were losing a little bit. Mm, he did. But then, yeah, he got hurt for a while. as soon as he came back though. They went on that big ass like nine game winning streak or whatever, and he's been dropping like twenty a lot. Like he hasn't mm-hmm. been going like he hasn't been dropping like thirty, but he's been dropping like twenty. You feel me? Every I won't say every game, but a lot of those games, like anywhere between like 15 and 25. That's what I was saying before. Obviously, he won't win it. <clears throat> but like if he was there to host, he he really is the sixth man of the year. <laughs> like he really has been going crazy for them. And like low key, I think he's been he said it. And like I was like, ain't no way. But like he really has been playing better than he did his MVP season just because what? like oh my God. No, I'm saying, I'm saying though, he's playing better because he's like he's he's just more in control of himself. He just like he just like controls the pace of the offense more. I think he's a better point guard now, and obviously he's not as explosive. He's not as good of a he's not as great at like scoring and all that stuff. But like when he's capable of it, though, he can he can change the whole game. And for the Clippers, I mean. Kawhi Leonard was just out there struggling until he he did he did start coming alive in the in like the last few minutes. He did start coming alive in like the last few minutes. So I will give him that for but for the most part of the game. He just wasn't doing too much. And Paul George just wasn't doing anything right with him. And you feel me? At the end of the game, even though Rose was like carrying them throughout most of the game, and in the end of the game, it was Randall. Randall was the only one that was hitting the closing shots. I think Bullock hit one because they left him open for whatever reason. But Bullock hit one, RJ hit one. But then Randall just hit a few step-back mid-range shots to win the game, to seal the game. And the Clippers just weren't able to come back. But, you know, one thing that, that's made the Clippers so dangerous this year is the fact that they've been one of the best three-point shooting teams. Uh, uh, this I think they've been number one. They've been number one in three-point shooting. But as oh, yeah. we said before, the Knicks – are the best defensive team in the league. And a big part of that is because they run people off of the three-point line. So, you know, every time they see somebody about to shoot a three, they just run up on them. So, you feel me? Every The, the, the Clippers just weren't able to get the threes up the way that they normally are. So, it, it just came down to the defense and the fact that Derrick Rose was the best player on, on either team last night and Julius Randle closed the deal and Kawhi and Paul George couldn't. Derrick Rose is not playing better than his MVP season. I'm just going to say that. He, no, he's not. I don't even – don't, don't even don't, don't even argue with that, which you said was wrong. I'm sorry. Just cut that out right there. Um, 
what I will say is though, Kawhi, I mean, it's setting. The crazy thing is, I don't know what team. <clears throat> I think they're gonna get out of the first round, right? I don't, I don't think the Lakers are gonna get out of the seventh seed. We'll talk more about that. So if they play the Mavs or the Blazers, I think they beat them. But man, it's setting up to look pretty bad if Kawhi's going to sell like this. And because, you know, obviously Darnell said the first thing you think of is Paul George. I didn't even want to do that. I really didn't. Because Paul George was like sneaky bad. You know, he's bad. But he at least was, he at least was undercover with it. Kawhi was out there being awful. I was like, damn. Not every shot. I'm going to just take all the shots and miss them. And I think a lot of those Paul George had to shoot at the end. And, you know, he's not going to make him at the end. Um, <laughs> Kawhi actually started heating up a little bit toward the end of the game to kind of get them closer. It was a few ways to hit those mid-range jumpers. But throughout the entire game, I'm just like, damn. The Knicks' whole strategy was, hey, we got the Alfred Payton out there. We just have to make him – as you know, not useless as possible. You saw R.J. Barrett play 45 minutes. Randy, Reggie Bullock played 46. Today. Damn, Reggie. Yep. Because they had to. They're the only two wing players on the team, for real. But um, so they were out there, and they were just going to, you know, stay out there or whatever, kind of guard them. But, I mean, Reggie Bullock can't guard, or R.J. Barrett, whoever, can't guard quite Leonard, man. Like, just the case, but that's what was happening. And I mean, it kind of took a Derrick Rose really did save another guy because Randall also was really bad. I'm watching, I'm like, this is the exact reason they won't be a playoff team. Unless, and I will say it's possible, unless Derrick Rose goes out there and averages 30 for a series, which he can do. I will say he can do that. <clears throat> but he got to. I just, I don't, I don't, if uh, it's about the matchups. Yeah, I think it's 30. They play the Hawks. I just don't see how he's going to score. I don't see how Randall's going to score over them. I was watching him. I'm like, I, he's having trouble with Morris and Batum and Zubats. Morris and Batum are good defenders, but they're not lengthy. He should be able, if he's if he's going to be, you know, I'm before die, he should be able to just go to the basket sometimes on those guys. Didn't do it. So I, something. But Derrick Rose is amazing. And it's clear now. Derrick Rose going to have to be the one to lead them in the playoffs. And we'll see if it happens. I'm interested. Sid knew. Sid knew. That's why he went back to him. Just get, you just got to give Tim one of his old guys. It happened in Minnesota. As soon as Jimmy came over, they was like, they third seed. Soon as they get Derrick Rose, boom, fourth seed. Like, Tim's just be needing one of them back. <laughs> For real. I mean, well, both of them are borderline Hall of Famers. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of people would need them. It's going to be air. <laughs> I would love one. I'd take either one of those dudes right now. Probably would start. Obviously, Jimmy. Uh, nah, you can't. Nah, you want to start, Rose. Well, you had Jimmy. <laughs> so, we saw. We saw what that could have been. Rose starting in the playoffs. He's either going to start in the playoffs or he's going to come in after, like, three minutes. Dude, he's playing 43 minutes a game in the playoffs, I'm telling you. The only dude yeah. who can score. Yeah. Well, like, I feel like when quickly comes back, he might get Yeah, I'm, I'm saying he might get to sit five minutes quickly out there. 
Yeah. And he knows it. They both know it. They both know what's about to happen here. Because no, signed up. <laughs> I mean, I watched it yesterday. They specifically kept him out the first nine minutes and a half each time. Mm. Well, at least the, the second time. And the first time they kept him out for seven minutes. And what did he do? Played every second since he stepped on the court. So, Gross. Yep. Wanted to play 43 in the playoffs. Yeah, 30 for them to beat anybody. They beat the Hawks. I don't know if they can beat the Heat, but you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So, all right, Darnell, all right. what did you see from these Friday games? All right, so let me go all the way back to the seventh and see what we got. So, first, I got the. I got the Portland Trailblazers defeating the Lakers 106-101. I think this would make the first time that the Blazers beat someone with a better record than them. I don't know if the Lakers' record is – it's obviously not better than them now, but – so that's something. No, they beat, Anthony they, Dave, they beat the Nets that one time. Oh, yeah, they did. That's true. There's no KD, but they beat them. So, you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the Lakers, for the Lakers, Anthony Davis had 36, 12, and 5, 17 from KCP, 18 from Caruso. And for the Blazers, Damian Lillard paced them with 38, 7 assists, 21 from CJ, 19 from Norm, 10 from Nurkic, 10 off the bench from Cantor with 10 rebounds, 13 rebounds for Nurkic. Any thoughts? Y'all notice who's out the rotation for the Lakers? Montrez Harrell. Can't play. <laughs> it's I think it's it's just dependent because he did play last night. I think it's just gonna be dependent on matchup. He can't play against anyone who's taller than six ten. Put it like that. Yeah. So that's all I saw. Also, Anthony Davis hears the noise, man. He hears the noise. All right. He knows who y'all trying to blame. He said no. You can't blame me. You can blame him for being old, but you can't blame me. Here, y'all doing it. <laughs> doing it on TV. Hey, man, just remember. Remember who the only AD defender was. Y'all all tried to turn on him. Because y'all still might turn on him, but it won't be his fault. I was telling you, I was like, dude, maybe he doesn't want to hit the ground like 10,000 times. You know, with arthritis. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. With bad shoulders. He gets poked in his eye every play. <laughs> I see y'all still trying to blame me. Let me go out there and fall down. He went and got 15 free throws. Okay, do it. Fuck it. Because y'all not going to blame me. Y'all not going to try to take away my Hall of Fame career. Because he's old. Now, if he's old, hey, man, he's old. But. But that's why you. But that's why you dare. You dare because well, you knew he's going to get old. It. But he's he's got to be on the court. What? Hold up. Wait. Time out. Wait. 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 No. No. He's got to be on the court. Right. That's unfair. Can't just say oh, that's why you dare. No. He he brought me here. He got play. He got to be out here. Did he you call Anthony play. Davis I say, old? I uh, no, we're talking about LeBron. Can I at least get Schroeder? Oh, okay. Can I get a point? I was, I was, I was about to Not say, I was, about, I was about to say, I was about to say, I will give him 
I will give him that Schroeder's not there either. I will give him that. So obviously for, you know, against Portland, against Phoenix last night, you know, Schroeder wasn't there. So it was all on him. So, and he, and he, and he delivered both times. So. Mm. 36, 12, and five. Yeah. I, I just said he played great. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling hey man I was right I get to say that I was right it was very obvious to me I'm like dude he always gets 11 12 free throws he just don't feel like falling to the ground they they don't have to but apparently hey man if the other dude not gonna play we're just gonna be in a playing game I guess I got to fuck it now mm-hmm. if he ends up getting hurt because of this nonsense you know why he's falling he's he literally has to dive to get calls. Hey, man, find another way to score that. <laughs> He's out there. And what do you want? He's scoring. Dribble <laughs> offense is falling. That means you need another score. Hey, man, that other dude right there, more injury prone, does the same thing. Nobody tells him to find another way. Same thing. Same thing, and that's why and that's why that other dude ain't making the finals. <laughs> Amen. That's why y'all. That's why that other dude, the offense, keeps folding every fourth quarter, every single fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, they're on. They're on the same boat. Neither of them have been able to do it as the best player so far. The only time the other dude was about to do it was when the real best player was there for a season. I want to make this clear because you guys you guys may not remember this. AD should have been Finals MVP, but but go ahead. I'm go ahead, Darno. <laughs> All right. Next, <laughs> next up, I got. Uh, Utah defeated Denver 127-120. Utah was led by career-high by Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bojan Bogdanovich with 48 points, 8 rebounds, 8-11 from 3, 6-23 of from the field, 21 off the bench from Jordan Clarkson. And for the Nuggets, Jokic had 24-31 for Michael Porter and 19 for Paul Millsap with 18 off the bench for Austin Rivers. Yeah, Ryan, I'm gonna lie to you. I didn't even know this game happened. No. Yeah, it did. <laughs> not, not had no idea that this nigga scored fifty. <laughs> he doesn't come across as somebody that you would think drops fifty, but here we are. <laughs> Damn, I guess against Denver. I guess against Michael Porter Jr. He can. That just shows you how much defense they play. Michael Porter not playing no defense. No Donovan KD. And your MVP loses to the Jazz. What's uh I will you say, say the Jazz. Jazz. You said the Jazz he, like they the Cavs. Like he keeps saying our MVP. Like, like who do, who do you want to give it to, bro? Who do you want to you still want to give it to Chris Paul, bro? Yeah. Give it to Chris Paul. I said two other guys. Who who was the other? Oh, two? now it's now it's Steph. What do you mean now it's Steph? I gave him player of the day for four straight episodes. What are you talking about now? What? Huh? I'm sorry, what? 
I I literally said Darnell, you were right there. I was like, Steph's not the right now. But if he beats Jokic again, ended up doing he right there. What did he I have a question? Sorry. I have a question. I have an answer. I have a question. If do the does the playing game do the playing games count towards MVP or or is or is it just playoff one game? Huh? They're playoff games. So okay. I so I was gonna say if they if he were to beat the Lakers and get the seventh seed, I would give it to him. I think the votes will be in before the play in. Yeah, exactly. I was saying that's I, I was saying I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. He at least get, I mean, if he's gonna be in consideration, he gotta stay at eight though. He can't he can't fall back to nine. Eight, he gotta stay at eight. Yeah, it's right there. Right there. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, back to this, because, again, we can't stay on top whenever this guy comes up. <laughs> I don't tell you all you need to know. <clears throat> I just wanted to shout out Bogdanovich because 48 is amazing, and I didn't think he had it in him, honestly. The Bogdanoviches are getting ready, man. They are. Remember, they were ready to carry. being in the playoffs last year because, uh, you know, this Bogdanovich. The Kings suck. No, Bojan was hurt. No, I'm sorry. I said the Kings. Oh, yeah, the Bo- Kings suck, yeah. And Bojan. Kings suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. And obviously, you know, the Jazz had a first-round exit, but the whole time everyone's like, man, if they had Bogdanovich to hit some threes, that would help. Was that what everybody was saying the whole time? Or was everybody saying, saying Damn, but, you know, I knew Jazz. True. Because Kali yeah. had the kid. Jazz suck. I'm just telling you what happened. They, no, they were saying it all bubble. They were like, yeah, this is the same Jazz team because they're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league, but they don't have, you know, the guy who could score 48 and go 8 for 11 from deep. They didn't have him. The guy that could score 48. Can you say he can't? <laughs> I can't anymore. Nope. I just wanted to show y'all one time. Show us what? Yeah, show us what. And he could do this. Oh, by the way, I'm just now noticing it. Guess who didn't play for the Jazz? Donovan <laughs> Mitchell didn't play. Mike Conley didn't play. That second guy. Suddenly they win again. That's crazy, man. Bro, you know he hasn't been playing like the last like five, six games, right? Yeah, it's been a while since Mike Conley's been out the lineup. And what if they Mitchell and Conley left together? <laughs> this nigga wanted Not to shit Mitchell on Mike Conley so bad for no reason. Not no reason. I'm telling you the facts of the situation because, again, you said his out, wait, wait, you said he's been out for five games, right? Like five or six. They're on a five-game winning streak. <laughs> like what? What? What else can be said? I'm telling you, Ingles is really Ingles is the point guard of the team. He got ten points, nine assists. All he needs to do. He's had to find Bogdanovich. All he needed to do. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a game. I'm trying to help you all become, you know. Better, better coaches, man. <sighs> go ahead, Darnell. If they're gonna go out there, they're gonna they're gonna win every time he's not there. I'm sorry. 
All right, the Mitchell Sixers. Has, Mitchell hasn't been there too, but yeah. Conley's a clearly a bigger negative than Mitchell's a positive. I hate to say it. Does that sound like a superstar to you? Hey man, he can't fight against Mike Conley. When Ingles was in the lineup, they went on a long ass winning streak. And Con- Mitchell missed games in that stretch. Amen. You keep forgetting that. He Mitchell missed like four games in that stretch. Yeah, but he was there for the other 16 or whatever. And Conley was there for some of them as well. Like three of them. Go ahead, Darnell. <laughs> he was there for probably like 12. <laughs> <laughs> them, yeah. The Sixers beat the Hornets. I mean, not the Hornets, but the Pelicans, 109-107, led by Joel Embiid with 37-13. and 13. Not really – you made the takeaways from this game, but I think you got to point out Joel Embiid's big night. Um, the Knicks lost to the pet to the Suns, one twenty eight, one hundred five, and DeAndre Aiden led the way with twenty six and fifteen. I didn't think that Demetrius wanted to go in on any type of tangent about his team winning by two against the Zionless Pelicans, but go ahead, Zionless and Grimless. Pelicans. But now they no had Ingram the most important player them. right there. No Ingram probably made them better, but they had the most important player right there, though. <laughs> that's, that's what they had. He was there going six of 18. <laughs> going six of 18, almost beating y'all. So, white. You can hit a few more shots, they would have won the game. Right, they would have if, if if any of them hit one more three. <laughs> hey man, I I don't even think thirty seven to thirteen is a big night for a B, bro. I, I'm pretty sure he do this every game, so <laughs> like every single game. You know the crazy part? I was I feel like at he it averaged like, thirty seven. I was looking at it like, man, is thirty seven to thirteen even a good night for him? Like, that's not like dominant. Is yeah, that's like. That's borderline regular now. Like that's crazy to think about. It's not even borderline. That's just what he do. He, he just get it. how many times he gets to the foul? Twelve, 12 times. Seven times a day, a game. Yeah, yeah. He gonna keep falling. <laughs> yeah, man, just don't let them get to him in the playoffs. If he gets him in the playoffs, hey. Only the only difference between him and the other dude is one got Ben Simmons and one got LeBron James. So. The only difference. Go ahead, Darnell. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Let's go ahead. Give Joel and beat LeBron James. Y'all winning six is one of the fucking time. Like what? <laughs> Joel and beat winning the title too. Can he stay healthy? AD and the other one. Eighty showed he could do it already. Joel showed he could for the second round. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Darnell. <laughs> yeah, the Suns beat the Knicks one twenty eight one oh five. This was, I think, no, it wasn't. But the Suns were led by DeAndre Aiden with 26 and 15. You got 16 from both Mikael Bridges and Devin Booker, 17 and 11 from Chris Paul, 18 off the bench from Jay Crowder. Um, the Knicks, Derrick Rose pitched in 17, 24 from Julius Randle with 11 rebounds, 23 for R.J. Barrett, and 11 for Todd Gibson. 
I'm certain Chris Paul got all the got all the praise for this game, and everybody else was ignored. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Like, I don't know how valuable seventeen and eleven is, but that's what you try to say. That's <laughs> bro. His 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 literal is literally, bro. He's better than Ricky Rubio. Like, yeah, he is. And DeAndre Ayton didn't miss a month. Didn't miss a month this season. Like that's the difference. Yeah. No. What the hell are you talking? About? No. What? <laughs> oh my god. What do you mean no white? DeAndre Ayton missed a month. Team. No, no, no. He's not fucking Ricky Rubio. He had the highest plus minus. He was better. He's better. I say he's better. <laughs> Ricky Rubio. He not is Ricky Rubio. He's better. He's way better than Ricky that Rubio. Points, Eleven assists, zero turnovers, plus twenty-one. He's way oh, better than Ricky boy. Rubio. It can be okay. Go ahead, Darnell. Um, I was just gonna say I don't know if like I just don't think they're the sexiest numbers. Even though like I get what he means for the team, and they probably wouldn't be. In this position, obviously, if they didn't sign Chris Paul or trade for Chris Paul, however it went down, but yeah, I don't know, man. I have a question. I don't. He's obviously not. Yes, he would. Team. Yes, he would. Before what? you ask it, yes, he would. Go ahead. You need to relax. <laughs> What's the Timberwolves' record if they have Chris Paul? Oh. Well, you well, we gotta take into account the fact that everybody's been hurt. <laughs> then as soon yeah, as they came yeah, back, they all yeah. started winning. Wolves record if they have Chris Paul, please answer the question. Their playoff team. Their playoff team. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I can't, I can't answer that one. Their playoff I don't know team. if they're a playoff. I don't think they're the worst. Thunder to the We That's because Shea like that. Same Shea record as the Timberwolves, that. and they were just Shea like they that. Worse. Shea like that. Shea huh? like that. Shea like that. Shea stopped playing. Talking about same record as the Thunder. They had to take Shea. They had to give Shea a fake injury so they could stop winning. It's not they have the same record as the Thunder. The Thunder have openly stopped playing everybody. That was valuable, and are trading all everybody else away. That's winning them games for draft picks. They don't want to win. No, they, they be, don't. Bro, and they not they, even they hide. They be, they be man, like they be better than the Kings. They be better than the Kings. They definitely be. They be right. They be right there in the tenth seed, low key. <laughs> Honestly, they they get have everybody out the rotation. Are you talking about the Thunder? Yeah. Timberwolves with Chris Paul win about 40 games. 40? Yes. In the midst of everybody being hurt? They're only yes. they've only been this bad because everybody's been hurt. Yes. As soon as everybody came back, they started winning games. Four T games. This nigga tripping, bro. I don't know. I don't think he Fuck, is, man. No. Chris Paul is, is that valuable to take one of the bottom 40. teams hey, to give them. Hey, Dom, yeah. I have a question. 40. Dom, I have a question. 40. When's the last time a Chris Paul team has won less than 40 games? 
40. Never. Never. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, what else? 40. Do you... <laughs> hey, team man, I'm just saying. 40 I'm just saying, Phoenix. In the saying, We're underrating. We're underrating the fact that Phoenix has literally been the healthiest team all season. They've been the healthiest team all season. Last year, they looked worse. They bar- they literally barely missed the bubble because their starting center was out for an entire month. Who played? I don't, I don't think he's missed that many games. He's probably missed like five games this season, bro. He, and we've, we've all said he's been one of the biggest catalysts to their team this season. Mikal Bridges developed. Could, did Chris Paul improve that? Sure, I'll, I'll give you that. Jay Crowder went there, and even though he's been hurt recently, we know we 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 all we all said the impact that he had on the team. We said what the impact he had with Miami, and then again, Chris Paul is better than Ricky Rubio. He's way better than Ricky Rubio. I'll never I'll never say they're the same value of player. He's way better than Ricky Rubio. But I'm just saying, I think Chris Paul gets you know is getting all this. We're just ignoring the factors around him. Like the team's been there. He has a 25 point per game score. At that point, it's like the whole Russ discussion. Huh? Almost. What do you like the Russ discussion? God. It's like everybody saying Russ is, you know, people talking about, yeah, Russ this, Russ that. Nah, Bradley Beal right there scoring 50. Devin Booker right there scoring 36. And then Deion. And the, the, the Wizards don't have a center. As soon as they got a center, they went on a win streak. DeAndre Ayton been there the whole time. For the record, in the game that we're referring to against the Knicks, Devin Booker was three for 12. Okay, he has bad games. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Kawhi just scored nine for 26. He's not, he not a Hall of Famer no more. He can have a bad game. He can. But the Suns have a better record than them. Than all these teams you're mentioning. All these okay. great players you're mentioning. All, all I got to say, all right. You just put so Devin Rudy, Booker Rudy Gobert MVP then. Rudy Go- Why? Which is ridiculous. Rudy, Rudy Gobert MVP. Rudy Gobert MVP by a lot. You know what? Let's give it to Gobert. You might be. I'm an You know what? We're just going to give it to Chris Paul for 16 and 9, bro. I did Rudy not Gobert say Darno, once in this conversation, have we said Chris Paul's MVP? Have we said that one? No. Nah, no. Nah. Nope. <laughs> that Gobert never MVP. came out of that. That was entire conversation. You just said that. Reasons 14, that 14, 13, and three blocks. Let's give it to Gobert. This man's just a Chris Paul hater. I've never seen anything like it before. It's I'm, not a hater. We didn't even say it's just, it's just I see. Playoffs, it's just but like, damn, dog. Regular season point guard value. Consistently getting every team you play for better by a wide margin. Of course. Of and then course. they get worse when you leave. Of course. Yeah. Nobody He's a great else. player. He's a great player. They're going to do that. He's going to do that. I don't think he's – I just I just think that the rest of the team has been slept on. That's all I'm saying. That. And yet you give Kyle Lowry all the credit for winning Kawhi Leonard's ring. 
you know what? Whatever. This is all right, fine. I guess. <laughs> but cool. But Kyle Lowry, I've seen Kyle Lowry been doing it for like the past. He didn't win rings, obviously, but the Raptors were always a top four seed, like every year. Yeah, they're top four seed every single. So I get year. you. Chris Paul is Lowry got there. Oh wait, duh, yeah, he is. I seen I, I seen Lowry I seen Lowry fold in the playoffs too. Don't get it wrong. I've bro. seen I've seen Chris Paul fold in the playoffs too. I've seen both of them do it. I saw Chris Paul fold last year in the playoffs. Chris Paul definitely folds in the playoffs. I'll give you that. There's no <laughs> argument can be made against that one. I'm just pointing out that that Lowry's not without his playoff woes either. Of oh. course he's not. And who do I compare them to? Each other. <laughs> I'm the one that compares them to each other. Right now, I have a question. Yep. Yes, he would. I'm taking Chris Paul 10 out of 10. I have a question. I just, I just have one question. <laughs> Can I ask a question? No. Okay. You put Chris Paul in the Raptors right now. How many games do they have? How many wins do they have? About the same. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, bro, you they know have the more been, They the have 40 been, minimum because that's what Chris Paul The team's was. been hurt. The team's been hurt, bro. The team's been hurt all season. Then they then they traded their then they traded their best player. Hey man, there's a reason that these Chris Paul teams ever trade, I don't know, Clint Capella's or Norman Powell's. They always seem to just stay around on the team and they're out. Why Shea doesn't just leave? Because he doesn't let them. Doesn't let it happen. Hey man, none of the Raptors. You, know you gotta stay. Every you gotta, bro, every winning. Every, we don't have bro, these old Raptors. Bro, every rap, every Raptor wanted to stay. I can't. They can't help him aside, dude. DeRozan cried, bro. DeRozan cried when he left. He wasn't trying to leave. What the hell? Norm, Norm, Norm cried. Norm cried when he left. Norm not leaving if they're the five seed, dude. I'm just telling you right now. That's just the fact of the matter. And Chris Paul would have got them to 40 wins. So what does he do? I don't here? know. I don't know about that. You don't, I don't know. know about that. You're a hater. Chris I don't Paul. know. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I just don't. I, hey, man. Hey, man. I just don't see the big difference. 27 and 41 to 48. Injuries. The, the Suns. Have been the healthiest team in the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the whole problem. You wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. The, the whole problem with the Raptors that we both said at the start of the season was that Aaron Baines and Alex Len were complete and utter garbage. And then you went and then you went on and said DeAndre Ayton might be a top three center in the league. I don't remember saying that, but okay. Top five. You top said he might be a top five. Center top three center in the league. Top five. You at least said top five. I don't remember that. I mean, on the on the back, honestly, on the back side of the top five, it's it's debatable. Exactly. He's a number one pick. Two years ago, you feel me? He's the we we roast we roast the the, the Kings all the time for picking Marvin Bagley over Luca. We don't say nothing about the Suns picking. DeAndre Ayton over Luca because it wasn't a bad very pick. clear. I think something needs to be made clear. DeAndre Jordan looked like a top five center with Chris Paul. 
Steven Adams looked great last year at Chris Paul. Steven Adams, oh, Steven Adams looked great with Russell Westbrook. Does he look great this year? He oh, okay. Oh, he oh, looks yeah. fine. He looked <laughs> that's great. What, that's Russell exactly Westbrook. what I thought. He looked phenomenal with Russell Westbrook. Look just as good. Like he might look better with Westbrook. Well, he was younger. So yeah. well, he older now too. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Lonzo isn't Chris Paul. Lonzo was good, but he's not Chris Paul. <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, just a really, just like, do you think? No, I don't ask you because he's clearly delusional. <laughs> the Thunder last year with Kyle Lowry, do they make the playoffs? No, exactly. Yeah. No, they don't. They yeah. do not. They don't. Because I think she, here's the thing. 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 I, I have don't a, think I have a, I, no, I have a Kyle Lowry bias. Go ahead. I don't think I don't <laughs> think I don't think Shea would have developed the same way with Lowry as he would have with Chris Paul. I do think that. I think I think the reason the Thunder were so good last year was because Chris Paul mentored Shea the way that he did. I don't know if <clears throat> I don't I don't see Kyle Lowry as an on-court coach as Chris Paul. That's why I've always said. Chris Paul is coach of the year. Chris Paul is the on-court coach, and I think that he's – I think that's the reason the Suns have been so good because of his coaching ability. But I, I, I do I do put that over him, Lowry, like way by far. So I don't think that Shea would have developed as well with Lowry. So I, so I do agree with you at that point. I don't think the Thunder would have gotten as far with them. But in terms, I think in terms of like pure on-court skill – Ability, I don't see much of a difference. I'm just gonna say we've noticed, and this changed a little bit because Kyle and I had a couple hot games since the trade deadline. But we noticed they won more games when Kyle Lowry wasn't there. I just that's just never the case when Chris Paul's on the team. As don't win more games when he's not there. They were winning happen. games when he they were winning games when he was having six points and eight points. But he's there. Kyle Lowry can have 20, and he'll still be a minus 20. I'm just saying. He'll have a six, but it'll be a plus 10. At the end of the day, what's it about? What's the thing that we keep telling the people? Plus, minus. Dang, man. You can't, you can't yeah. bring up plus, minus, and just ignore it when it comes to Chris Paul. Sorry. I mean, I mean, I mean, we, but here's the thing. We watched, we watched the game. We watched the Heat Celtics game last night. Bam was a minus three, but we watched him close the game. Like, so you feel me? He was the only one on the Heat with a minus. So in, in that aspect, we would be like, damn, Bam was probably the problem. When actually, but plus minus is a is a is a you know plus minus is a tool, but it's not the end all be all. We wouldn't have said he's the problem for being a minus, three. but he was the only minus, right? Was he not? Of all the players out there, was, was he the worst one? Was he if if of all the players out there, he was the only player in a minus? Iggy had a zero. Plus minus is a tool, but it's not the end all be all. You got I just take factors into account, bro. His team is bro, all I'm saying is Phoenix. All I'm saying is I don't think the other players on Phoenix get the recognition that they deserve because They've all been healthy all season. 
but Chris Paul's been the only one that's been getting the credit. Who doesn't? Nobody else. DeAndre Ayton hasn't been getting the credit. Phoenix. I mean, yelled at me that I called him a top three center, which I didn't. Probably top five. Yeah, I didn't yell at you. I just said I didn't know. (laughs) I wasn't like, no, ain't no way. I was like, I don't know. You told me he shut down Jokic. I'm not saying us specifically. I'm not saying Jokic got shut down by. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you got shut down by Grant Williams. (laughs) Not at this point. But um, what's it called? I'm not saying you and Darnell. I'm saying like throughout the. I'm saying like all throughout, like the media, Twitter, like everything. But so my question is: is who isn't getting the credit? Aiton, I'll give you. If you're gonna say Booker, that's just not true. Booker doing Booker's doing less than Chris Paul. Easy, actually. I don't think Bridge, I don't think Bridges is. No, I think it's it's not even it's not just specific players. It's the team, it's like the overall team itself. They've been healthy. (laughs) They they're one of the few teams that's been healthy, and they're one of the few teams that like you feel me? They're just, they're just one of the few teams that's been healthy. And again, Chris Paul came over there. And I think he's played a great coaching role for them. I really do. And again, obviously, he's better than Rubio or whoever. But I just, I, I'm just saying, I just think the rest of the Suns don't get the credit they deserve. And in the playoffs, if Chris Paul's the one that you know does that does it, bro, then you feel me? I'll shut up. I'm just saying. You won't shut up. You don't have to lie. I'm. I will shut up. You keep bringing up – I just want to make this clear. I want to put this in complete perspective. Keep bringing up how DeAndre Ayton missed a month, right? And a month in the NBA is about – what would you say, Darnell? 12, 13? 12 12 games. There are 10 less games this season than last season. Yep. The Suns have 14 more wins. But he was there. <laughs> He's there. That's the thing. So let's say, all right, let's say Aiden is the only reason, right? And let's say that his month off, they lost all 12 games. Still a plus two with four more games to go and the 10 – Ten less games this year. And and Chris Paul is better than Ricky Rubio. I'm not saying he's not better than Ricky Rubio. He way better than Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio's not a Hall of Famer. Chris Paul is. I said all I needed to say. The people see it now. People know. People did the math. At least they heard me they do that. They did the homework. Yep. Tenth seed to two seed. That's cool. Amazing. That's all I got for the Friday games. That's all I got too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. All right, Dom. Guess we got to throw it to you. Um. Right. Saturday games caught your eye. 
All right, so on to other players that do not get the credit that they deserve. So the Washington Wizards defeat the Indiana Pacers in 133 to 132 overtime game. And you know, you know who's gonna get all the credit. 33 points, 19 rebounds, 15 assists for a Mr. Russell Westbrook. And you know, everybody just forgot that, you know, Bradley Beals scored 50. But you know, I mean, good job for Russell Westbrook carrying this team to the win. And uh, DeMontis Sabonis went out there. He had himself a little triple-double, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists. And Karis LeVert went out there with 35 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. You know, neither of these teams can play defense. And so we already knew this was going to be a high-scoring game. And Bradley Beal actually went down in overtime. He, uh, I think he t- – I think he like pulled his hamstring or something like that. He's going to be reevaluated Friday. So he's going to miss the next couple games. So you feel me? We'll, we'll see how Russell will be able to carry the team for, you know, these next couple games without him. But, you know, Russ, Russ did close down the stretch. As we've seen the stat before, he has been the best closer in the league statistically. So I think he, I think when overtime started, he had like 21 points. But he did wind up with 33, so he did do he did do his thing down the stretch. So, do you, do you guys have anything from that? I know it's a stat, but Russell Westbrook not the best closer in the NBA. We all know that. It's not even close. Hey man, he is the it. best clutch field goal <laughs> percentage. Yeah. And we, but I think we all would agree if we were to pick Russell Westbrook's best attributes, his clutchness <clears throat> doesn't rank high on there. Yeah, I would agree, but the numbers are the numbers, man. <laughs> yeah, true. Men lie, women no. lie. Numbers don't. There's a reason numbers never lie got canceled off ESPN. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I had <laughs> so the question is, how do you guys think the Wizards will fare? with MVP Russ and and irrelevant Bradley Beal off the team for these next few games. Uh, they play the Hawks. That's a loss. Yep. I know he wasn't there for that. That kind of sucks. <clears throat> they play the Hawks again. That's another loss. I got two L's to the Hawks. Oh, that's, that's, oh they only play those two games? And he's just getting reevaluated Friday, so he's missing at least the next two games. Those are the next two I see. That's Monday, Wednesday. They don't play Thursday. Uh, okay. He'll most likely wind up not playing Friday either if they play. If they play anybody. Um, you got anything, Darnell? Uh, not really. I think I, – I mean, it's impressive, obviously. Anytime you can drop 50 and be, like, kind of the secondary option. But – the Wizards, we know Bradley Beal and Russ together are light years ahead of anything we saw that Bradley Beal and Russ and John Walker. I don't know about that, but I've you don't seen... think Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal is a better duo than John Wall and Bradley Beal? Oh, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them do anything yet. That you know, it's this their first season together. I've seen what Russ and Beal were capable. I mean. I've seen what um, Wall and Bill were capable of. I've seen them all. Um, what was that? <laughs> they went a couple – the year before Wall got hurt, they went to the um, 
They went to the East. They went to the second they, round. Seven. They went to Game Seven against the Celtics. Is Russ taking them further than that? When was the last time Russ left the first round? Aside from last year with Harden, where they got beat up by the Lakers. I was just asking the question. I'm, I'm asking, I'm I could be off. I could be wrong. No, I'm just I'm just saying though. I've seen I'm just saying I'm not I don't know if Russ and Beal is a better duo than Wall and Beal just because I've seen what Russ I've seen what Wall and Beal could do when healthy because they did make the playoffs every year when they were healthy. They've made the second and they made the second round a few times. They made like um, a fourth seed too. Yeah. So they were a good team. Obviously the team started falling apart. Wall got hurt. And now Russ is there. And I don't think they have the same town around them. I mean, they have Otto Porter. I, as crazy as it is, Otto Porter really is better than most of the players on the Wizards now. So, <laughs> you feel me? They had Kelly Oubre at that at that time, and Kelly Oubre was a lot better back then on the Wizards. Was he? I don't think he was. Well, he was, he was decent. He wasn't better than he was on the Suns last year. But he was – I think he was better than he's doing on the Wizard. I mean, on, on the Warriors so far. I don't know about that. But... He may or may not have been. But, they had um, Nefe and Gortat. That's who they had. They did have Gortat. And then they had Dwight for the one year. So, I mean, they had people around them as well. So, but again, Wall's, Wall got hurt the last yeah, couple Reza. of Yeah, Oh, yeah, Reza was the whole key. That was, yeah. that was dumb. Well, that was when they that they traded Ariza for for they traded Ubre for Ariza from Phoenix. Oh yeah, and then he didn't play that year. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of what ruined everything for them, for real. And then Wall, obviously Wall getting hurt. So, but but when they were fully healthy, Wall and Beal did always make the playoffs. And Russ and Beal are barely making it. That's why I'm like, I, I can't just say Russ is, has been better for them. Why didn't Portland just keep Ariza again? They just they want to pay him. That's stupid. Anyway, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even Portland. It was Houston. Houston didn't want to pay him. Well, Portland had him. That's what I'm saying. How did he even get to Houston? He was on Houston for that for that while for that big stretch. I thought he was on Portland last year. <coughs> I know he was because he was on the game on Portland. Yeah, he was on Portland last year. I forget. I forget what happened last year. He was on Houston. And he was hurt just like the rest of their team. And I got that. I'm just saying, why didn't they keep him this year? Because they had him this year and they just let him go to the Heat. They probably thought Robert Covington would be a better option. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, it's on paper he he was supposed to be he younger. On what papers? <clears throat> the the paper that the Rockets defense was last year with him as damn near the center. James Harden was the center. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we already talked about Brooklyn and Denver. Um, Steph, yeah, Steph scored forty nine in um twenty nine minutes against the Thunder. Three quarters, um, 11 yeah. threes. Yeah, he went crazy. So does this kept him out there 50. I don't know. <clears throat> this, huh? They should have just kept him out there for another minute and let him have his 50. 
But you know Steve Kerr, man. He always messing with records, always pulling them too early. Yeah. He did it with Clay. He did it with a lot of Steph's games. Man, he don't want them to get hurt, bro. I feel it. Ain't nobody going to get hurt against this tanking-ass team. My, my man get his 50. Brad going to get his 50. Let them both just score 50. Um, yeah, that's really – that's those are really only two games that were relevant yesterday. You don't want to talk um, about the Raptors. It's crazy. Talk what about them? They lost to the Grizzlies. How bad they are. Anyway, moving on. Kyle didn't play. Neither did Fred. <laughs> oh, Fred didn't play. I didn't know Fred didn't play. Yeah, Kyle and Fred were out. Who the fuck is Kyle? Fred though. Yeah, That's Kyle and Fred were out. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do without Kyle and Fred, but man, it was you didn't play either. Damn, what the fuck, bro? When's the last time OG played? Actually. <laughs> That nigga, that nigga um, rap. When he hit dude in the nuts, that's <laughs> from since. Oh, OG ain't been back. I ain't seen OG for a minute. Was that KCP or Schroeder? I forget who he hit in the nuts. Schroeder. Schroeder. Makes everybody got beef with Schroeder. He forgot. Yeah, but KCP <laughs> having beefs too. That's why I really couldn't remember. No, nah, it was Schroeder. Everybody hates Schroeder. <laughs> I'm a um, <clears throat> all right, moving on to Sunday's games. Uh, the Pelicans with no Zion beat the Hornets 112-110. Despite, you know, Terry Rozier going off, he had 43. Man, really tried. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to be they, – with no Bradley Beal, they should be the eighth seed anyway. So they get the right to lose to the Celtics real quick and then play whoever wins in the Wizards-Pacers uh, game. Um but yeah, Eric Bledsoe, 8 for 17, 24 points. He's been going crazy with no Ingram in the lineup recently. Lonzo, maybe like 12. Um, Jackson Hayes also, he's had a couple good games. He's 18. He had six at, finishes. At this point, man, Bledsoe not the problem. Lonzo not the problem. <laughs> I've, been, I've been telling you guys who the problem is this whole time. <laughs> Why do you think every time we talk to Republicans, I'll be like, he's ass. Steven Adams not even there. <laughs> I mean, he did have to go. I mean, Hernan Gomez did have to go against Biombo, but still. Man, Herman Gomez. Man, Herman Gomez had 16 boards. Damn, Biombo. <laughs> that was a minus 10. Yikes. Damn, Biombo. Zero points. 26 minutes. Damn, Cody had 17 off the bench. Damn. Daniels and my swimming. Anyway, so any thoughts on that one? Other than no, me? not not really. It was an impressive performance by Terry, but I, it was funny. It was, some, it was oh, wait. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say it was a. Uh, I think Lamelo had one. One. It was like one sequence where he had like three or four steals in a row. I don't know what they were doing. They were just make trying to make these like. The pace was just out of control. Like it was too way too fast, and Lonzo kept trying to throw these lead passes, and Lamelo was just picking them off in open court. And it was a nice sequence from the from the Hornets, but nothing else to really take away from the game. Um, 
No, it was just funny because me and uh, Demetrius were talking earlier that day. And we were talking mm-hmm. about <clears throat> we were talking about the Pelicans, and and then we were. I was like, "Damn, bro, the Spurs really just not gonna win any more games this season, huh?" And he was like, "It's okay, cause the Pelicans aren't gonna win any either, cause Zion's hurt." And I was like, "I think they got a couple in them. <laughs> they only two games back, and then lo and behold, <laughs> they won a game last night. So now they're only one game back from them. The Spurs just keep losing every game, so." If, if, if the Pelicans get another one, if they get one or two more, they can sneak in there. I mean, I don't know if the Spurs are going to keep losing every game, but they've been on a downward spiral. So, I mean, it's going to be harder without Zion. But, again, they almost beat the 76ers, and then they did beat the Hornets. So, we'll In my defense, I didn't know Brandon Ingram wasn't playing. So you're saying that Brandon Ingram's a, a bigger minus than Zion is a plus. Yeah, and Zion's a superstar, right? So almost <laughs> like we just had this conversation. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, man. I ain't, I ain't say that, though. Do you disagree? No, I don't. I don't think that. I think that when it comes to – it's the same thing I said about, like, a bill. Um, I said that like, or, or DeRozan or anything like a mid range shooter, when all your points are in, when all your points are like twos is harder to close. That's why like the Knicks normally struggle with closing. Randall did last night with his twos, but that's because the, the, the Clippers were missing all their threes. But when your main closer is like, a, is, it's just shoots a bunch of twos, just shoots a bunch of like, well, it just makes a bunch of twos. That's a little harder to close. So so here's my thing. Uh, it's not the closing. He doesn't make shots. I don't know how else to just, like, break it down. He doesn't make shots unless they're up big. Like, the best games I see from Brandon Ingram are, like, 10 for 18. 9 for, like, 17. It's like that. Yeah. But he never, he never, he never goes like thirteen for sixteen or anything crazy like that. That's Zion. Zion lives there. <clears throat> but he do be going four for fifteen, a lot. That's not just closing. He's not that efficient, honestly. Like for him to get them KD comparisons, KD is one of the most efficient players we've ever seen. Nah, like score wise, KD comparisons are gone. <laughs> yeah, those are out of the window. He's the worst out of all the clones. Tatum, Porter, worse than all of them. Is Tatum a KD clone? Oh, kind of. He's more, they want to call him a Paul Pierce clone. You 6'10 with a three-point shot and a dribble, I'm calling you a KD clone. <laughs> it's just what it is. Tatum. I think it's, I think it's, I don't think Tatum's a KD clone. I think it's Michael Porter. Brandon Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram. And young Imani Bates. And who? Who did she just say? He's a high young school Im- Young Imani Bates, yeah. yeah. All right. He's a high school player, so. He's probably better than Ingram. He's way better than Ingram. He's in college. He's in high school. He's better than Ingram. Yeah, Brandon drives it pretty crazy. Um, and they're winning without him. So, hey, you know my theories, man. Zion tried. 
Now they do they do need the guards there. They need they need ball. And Bledsoe just it's because Bledsoe and Ingram take up a lot of the same space. But clearly he's doing a lot better with no Ingram in there. <clears throat> Cause I think yeah. when Ingram Ingram went down a little earlier and they were losing because it was just Zion, but I don't think Ball was there and I don't think Bledsoe was there either. If I remember correctly. But um anywho. Back to this, uh, the Lakers end up beating the Suns 123-110. Um, on this edition of Hearing the Noise, 42-12-5 for AD, plus 26 out there. Um, he knows that y'all want to blame him, so he went down. He fell down, got 17 of them things, free throws. Said, you know what, fine. I guess I'll get hurt because he don't want to play. And he went out there and he beat, he beat the number two seed. Um Chris Paul, obviously, you know, not great. 13 points, 10 assists, minus one. Devin Booker, 21 points, 514 shooting, minus 22. Any thoughts on this one? AD. Uh, AD went crazy. AD, again, like you said, AD heard the noise. And he slept. And he fell on the ground, got his 17 free throws. So, you know what? If he's going to do what he's going to do. AD been shutting me up these last two games, so you feel me? I ain't got nothing bad to say about him. All right, so I got this question. Where do you rank a healthy AD amongst Jokic and Embiid? Embiid better. Uh, Uh, I think think Embiid's better. I think he's better than Jokic. I'm down on Jokic right now, man. Me too. You're not the only one. <laughs> I think but he doesn't have his other best player. And AD without his other best player, uh, or basically without LeBron, can't really make the playoffs. So it's kind of tough that uh, I don't – I feel like I shouldn't be this down, this down on you. It's, but, I mean, damn, dog. I was watching him sell too much now. Yeah, I watched it. I seen it live in the action. It was bad. Like many <laughs> times. Multiple games this year. I'm just like, where is he? Is he gonna do something? Like Right. I've seen him snap too, obviously. I've seen the 40 point, 50 point games when he had nobody. It's possible he could be wearing down. Yeah. That's the case, and he can sit down. That's a good point. He might be wearing down. It's, it's probably what's happening. But, again, if that's the case, bro, and this is the same thing. What people forget about the Murray injury, Jamal Murray came back off of an injury he had for two days. They had him chasing Steph around the whole game, and he played the whole fourth quarter before the injury. I'm watching him like, why is Jamal in this – why are they trying to win this? Stuff? And the Warriors were beating him pretty soundly. I was like, why is he still in this game? So Mike Malone could have a little Thibodeau in him where he's just kind of wearing these dudes down. Jokic don't need to play this. Bro, they can just be the four seed and be A-OK. At this point, it's fine. Let the dude sit. Because, you know, if he's not not completely rested, they're not beating anybody. But they can beat the Mavs or the Blazers if he's healthy. If he's completely rested and healthy. And that's what's going to, to me, determine the answer to your question. If he beats either one of those two teams, if he beats Dame or Luka without Jamal, 
I'd probably take him over all of them. Well, you know, I think it'll also depend on how LeBron comes back. Because, again, like, even though Drew Holiday was a big reason for it, we did see – we did see him sweep the Trailblazers. We did see Anthony Davis do that, sweep the Trailblazers. So, you know, I think if LeBron doesn't come back at full strength and he's able to beat Phoenix, well, he just beat Phoenix without LeBron or Schroeder last night. So if he can beat Schroeder, I mean, beat the Suns by himself or beat the Jazz or so by himself, I mean, you know, I think that's another thing too. Now the question, that, wait, wait, wait. Would you rank beating the Suns or the Jazz over beating the Mavs or the Blazers? I don't know about that. The Blazers. Blazers. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know. The Mavs, the Mavs maybe too. The Mavs really don't have a team. Really, just, just Luka though. They won four straight. They look pretty good right now. Well, yeah. Hardaway's averaging like 28 over his last six. Well, so. Hardaway's always had to be the one. So yep. he always is the one. He and really he always is. had to be the two. Yeah, but he comes through. That's all I'm saying. You're right. Maybe not the, but they still have Luca. No, I don't care. I, Luca by himself, I'm, I'm making. I mean, Luca's the best player of the of the four, but obviously that's not the discussion. So, wouldn't Dame be the second too? Although he she, she nah, AD better than Dame. I meant as far as the teams that I would consider, if they beat one of them. So, would I, I'm talking about if they beat the Suns or the Jazz, would that be better than beating the Mavs or the Blazers? I'm not sure. Because Luca, the best player, and Dame, the second best of all of them, everyone on those teams. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying, though. That being said, I mean, now if Jokic loses to, if Luca goes crazy, then fine. But look, he can't lose to the Blazers mainly because there should be no resistance to anything he does against that team. Yeah. But, but I also saw Nurkic kind of annoy him when they played. And Nurkic doesn't do that to anybody. So, <laughs> like, that's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting things. But, I mean, I definitely would just rest him. There's no point. He doesn't have to. Like, AD has to do this because they still are trying to get out of that 17. Yeah. And lo and behold, they, hey, man, we can just jump to it because I got nothing else from these games. Darno, you look at the schedule. We'll start with the East. You look at the schedule. you look at the standings from the East. Uh, what do you see right now? You got the Sixers one up three, Nets and Bucks right there next to each other. And then you got that Knicks, Celtics, four through seven mess that we've had for a while now. So what are you seeing from the Eastern Conference? I see um I see the Pacers in the 10 seed, like for the last time, like, can we just, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't put the Bulls in there either, but I don't know, man. I just don't think it's 10 teams in the East that's worthy of competing for a playoff spot because the East is so bad. There aren't 10 in the West either, to make that very clear. 
That's a good point. It's not one of those years where it's like the the tenth seed or like the eighth seed in the West has like close to fifty wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not one of those years. Nope. Honestly, it's a lot of bad teams in the NBA. Yep. If we want to be frank, no, yeah, way more than it used to be. But yeah, nothing really stands out. The standings look pretty much the same. I think the four or five would be interesting watching the Hawks and the Knicks. The Bucks and the Bucks and the Celtics would be obviously fun to watch. Um I think the yeah. Nets and the Celtics would be fun to watch, low key. Yeah, Kyrie against his former team. Yeah. I'll sign me up. Jason Tatum against KD. I'll take it. The thing that I'm saying, I really don't want the Heat to get to that five seed. Why? I don't want to play them in the second round. I don't know why you're so scared of the Heat, man. I Did you watch them yesterday? <laughs> no, I didn't. They scored, they, they scored 80 in the first half. <laughs> like yikes any team that can score over like 60 and a half I fear but they can't the Celtics are just bad at defense we know that the thing about yeah the thing about the heat a lot of the games be low scoring yeah but not this but that's what I'm saying dude y'all gotta y'all y'all gotta we understand Jimmy fucking Butler and this is Eric Spolstra. Like these, they're they're gearing it up. They're they're getting into. They've won seven out of the last ten. I don't want to play them. No, I don't. Because I think they made quick work of the Knicks. To be completely honest with you, they beat them in like five or six. And then he'd be playing us. And you and Jimmy would Jimmy would literally obviously <laughs> the playoffs anyway. He played like a finals. He'd play forty six minutes to beat us. And our offense again, it stalls so much that it's like the one, it's one of the teams that he could just beat by himself. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I think MB would be good enough against Capella. Honestly, I think, I think that one, I, I do think though, if you beat the Heat, that would definitely be the one where it's like, y'all, I think that'd be the one where y'all cement yourself. Like y'all are actually a contender. If y'all could beat the Heat, right? So I should be worried about them, right? But that cements us as a contender. So you don't have them as a contender right now. They're obviously a contender, but like, you feel me? Of of all the contenders at this point, they're the lower tier in the East, at least. I think they're better. He trusts the league. Better than Phoenix. Y'all are better than Phoenix and Utah. Yeah. But but like, I don't know if y'all are better than the Clippers. I don't know if y'all are. Even though the Clippers have been folding recently, so y'all could be better than them. Y'all might be better. Honestly, this feels like an East. This feels like an East year. Unless unless the Lakers come back right, this feels like an East year. And again, Milwaukee looks scary. And you know Brooklyn, obviously, when Harden comes back, they're gonna look real dangerous. So, 
The other thing I noticed though about the Heat, the team that should want them to get up to five, uh, or or to just yeah, to get up to five because we don't know we'll, we'll, where they will be. The Bucks. I think I think the Heat will cause the Bucks some problems. Oh yeah, the Bucks and Bucks don't want to play them ever again. Nope. Bucks tired of them. Yep. But I really think that the Heat could be like I think of of the teams up there, the one that the one that they I don't think they could beat is the Nets because of the offense. Every other team in the East that he can beat. Every other one. Yeah, I agree. The 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 Nets would come solely down to Bam. Yeah, Bam would have to score thirty. I don't know if he could score thirty consistently. Yeah. Because we already know, I mean, you know, the other two can, like Giannis and B, they can. It would all, and Jimmy would have to completely take away James Harden. I just don't see that. Not completely. And the reason I had to do something to KD, I don't know if that could happen. And Kyrie would go off regardless. So, if you're look, you looking at Kendrick Nunn in his face. <laughs> Either got Kendrick, Gorin, or, or Tyler. <laughs> One of those three, right, right in their faces. He's he scoring on them every time. Um, so, real quick, let's go to the West. I don't know if you see anything out of there. Find interesting. Um. Just looking at the West, I think a Dallas and Denver series will be interesting. I think, I think the Suns, I think the Suns Lakers, I think the Lakers will make easy work of the Suns, honestly. And I think honestly, the top two seeds in the West, man, they're on bubble, they're on, they're on upset alert. Yeah. No, that's all. Because those are. Those are just the two teams that just they're going to find their way either facing one of the Warriors or the Lakers, and if that situation plays out, then they might have to play um, one of them. Yeah, one of going to play one of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be tough. Real life, bro. I don't know if I don't know if either of them even want to see Memphis <laughs> for real. Memphis is gonna give them issues. I ain't saying Memphis is gonna beat them, but Memphis could. Memphis can fuck with one of them for real, either Phoenix or or, or Utah. I don't yeah. know. About that. I don't know about that. Memphis has been super selling lately. The Memphis stock is down. They're just a five hundred team. With, with, with they the, are, but at at their core, what's Utah and Phoenix? They ain't 500 teams. I'm going to give them a little credit. I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> I'm going to let you just sit there. <laughs> core. No, what? Their core. What do you mean their core? Utah's made the playoffs the last, like, five years, dude. Not a 500 team. Oh, I'm saying they might, they might win a seven-game series. I'm just saying they'll give them a little problem. They're be- both those teams are beating Memphis in five. Not five. Fuck. Five. 
five. I'll give Memphis at least six. At least six. At least. Memphis, I I'm put I, I got faith in Ja for that. I got three cases of do. Either one of those teams beating them by. <laughs> I'll take that bet, honestly. If, if if Memphis plays either of them, I got you. I say six, at least six or seven. So you're saying sweep or five. I'm saying six or seven. What if Memphis makes it, whoever they play? Yeah. <coughs> the Clippers are in a tough spot right now, man, because they kind of fucked this whole thing up. Well, Kawhi came back and fucked up the whole thing. Yeah, that's really honestly, it's not it wasn't Kawhi though. They were losing while he was gone too. They were winning enough while he was gone early. Then they started losing because they're like, all right, where are you? And then he came back and started scoring 15 a game. So you know what? Yeah, it is kind of on him. Um, I saw the, the the previous three games before this when he literally averaged 15 a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And they really kind of bungled this whole thing up because they're in a bad spot. They either got to play, you know. They could have been the ones they really, they really – well, the Jazz kind of were just like, you know what, no, we, we got to at least get the one seed. Get out of the first round. I respect it. They saw the Lakers' plan. They had to foil it. And the Lakers <laughs> had to reverse course to start winning games. But. Hey, man, it's still right there. I know. They just got to lose it. The Clippers are either going to have to – they're going to either have to play the Lakers, which they probably wouldn't want to do. I don't think anyone wants that. Not in the first round. We need that to not happen. Right, mm-hmm. and they can't lose to the Blazers. Nope, so one team they can't. Luca losing to Luca with no, I don't know what Porzingis is he done for the year? They like said anything. Is he, is he done with his career? No, I think Porzingis might be available to play tomorrow, possibly. Is Porzingis playing ever again in his career, bro? He retired yet. <clears throat> Not yet. Nah, I've been monitoring. He on my fantasy team, so I get a little updates on him. Yeah, I'm giving him like two. I'm giving him like two more seasons before he retire. What did you? (laughs) Your fantasy team's in shambles, Porzingis. I'm in a championship right now. How? Because my team. Because I'll do this, man. (laughs) Are we gonna do it next year too? I win almost every year, man. Like, there's no stopping got, my fantasy games. Don't say that. Now we got to come in and foil that. Damn, Darnell. We hate to have to do it to you. I'll be I'll be ready. Wait, I have a question because I really do forget. Game officially lose dude his house yet? No. How many wins? 43? They need 42 wins. Oh, man. That but if they win, if they can't lose two more, basically. Yes, yeah, so they gotta go three and one. Yep. They gotta go three and one to avoid the play-in and get a house. Yep. They play the Rockets. Damn. It's a dub. To win. The Lakers schedule is really easy too. I saw. Wow. They play the Rockets. <laughs> the Jazz. The Suns, the Nuggets. Yikes. 
<laughs> Sorry, bro. You better start looking for. Better go on Zillow, man. Not <laughs> <laughs> the Jazz and the Suns, bro. And it, he should beat them, but he won't, and that's the problem. And they, hey man, but that's okay. You know what? I need it. I need him to lose to both these teams. I need the Blazers and Warriors to both get in and play the Jazz and the Suns. Right. And you, I, I guess you just got to send the Nuggets and Mavs. You got to send your MVP to NBA TV. So that gets to, like, game six. Keep calling, keep calling him our MVP. <laughs> your MVP. So if that's the case, and that really does, it does look like straight up. Damn. Hey, man. If I'm the Clippers right now, guess what I'm doing? What? I'm losing on purpose. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll play the Mavs. I'll do that. Because they can lose to any of them. But if you lose to the Prophet, if you lose to the future GOAT, that's not that bad. Right. You lose to LeBron, that's not that bad. But in the first round, it's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? Not in the first round. It's still LeBron. Not in the first round. Unless, or would you rather play Lakers early and hope that LeBron is hurt? Or not hurt? Wait, hope to, hope to play him early. I'm trying to play Mr. Time, man. <laughs> Play. They really should if they play the Blazers, they really should beat them in five. But I'm trying to play Mr. Watch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too dangerous. It's just the fact that it's just the fact that if, if they lose that series, if they lose that series, they might as well just blow this whole shit up. Oh, Kawhi gone. Not about they blow who the Clippers, yeah, they can't blow it up. But you know what? Portland won't <laughs> if they win that series. <laughs> even though they won't already won't, they'll feel even more re- ready not to. Paul George is fine. There's no blows it up. Can't blow it up. Ain't nobody. All right, <clears throat> all right, Dom. Here you go. The moment we've been waiting for. Player of the day, coach of the day, game of the day, dickhead of the day, highlight of the day. All right, so um, my my player of the weekend is Anthony Davis, Mr. Glassman himself. Um, game of the weekend, I'm going to give it to Washington versus Indiana. Um, coach, I'm going to give it to hmm, – let me see. I'll give it to um, Quinn Snyder. For having Utah on a um, on a what's it called on a five game win streak, um, I didn't know they were doing so well, especially without Conley and Mitchell there. I mean, you said Conley's the whole issue, but you know, without Conley and Mitchell there, you know, they've been winning. So I'll give them that. Um, highlight of the night is going to go to uh, um, Mr. J Cole for um, signing. What do you do? Oh yeah, he's signing a, a little contract to play in Africa. 
So you feel me? I'm gonna give it to Jay Cole for that. He's gonna play like three to six games. So congratulations to him. And dickhead of the weekend, it's gonna go to um, Mr. Glenn Rivers, Doc Rivers himself, for saying that you know Ben Simmons. Um, they said that Ben Simmons. What do you say? Oh yeah, he was like Ben Simmons doesn't need a jumper because Magic never had. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And people didn't care that Magic didn't have it. Even Magic also played when it wasn't a three-point line. Magic also had a a, a move. (laughs) And Magic had a mid-range. Magic stole Kareem's hook shot, but you know it's a bunch of reasons that was stupid. Yeah, but yeah, you can't be comparing Ben Simmons to Magic Johnson. So, there you go. No. No, you can't. All right, Darnell, go ahead. All right, so for my player tonight, I got – I'm going to go with Bojan Bogdanovic just because 48. And just – he's just not that type of player. And anytime you have a night like that, it has to be pointed out. So, for my game of the night, I'm going to go with Nuggets, Nets, and – I just think the Nets' comeback win was impressive, and it was a good, fun game to watch. For my coach, I'm going Chris Finch of the Minnesota Timberwolves, mainly because the Timberwolves are no longer the worst team in the league, and some other teams are catching up to them in the tank wars, and the tank wars have been fun to watch. Not really. I'm lying. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, tank wars, the race for Kate. But um, my – what I have left? Highlight? Highlight and dickhead. All right. So, for my dickhead of the night, I got to go with – I got to go with Luka Doncic. I got to go with Luka Doncic. I'm going to go with Luka because <laughs> Luka hit my man Colin Sexton in the private area and resulted – and he got ejected from the game. But it was his reaction afterwards that he just had the shocked look on his face. Like, he did nothing wrong. He's just just this innocent kid. And the whole time, he's leading the NBA in technical fouls. Yep. So, there's this – he's like the golden boy, but he's really not the golden boy. And for my highlight of the night, I'm going to just highlight Steph Curry scoring 49 in three quarters. Because everyone loves what Steph Curry gets going. To your Luca point, he's one away from getting suspended. Yep. Uh, and he got a flagrant two for that. So obviously that's like an idiot. I've been a lot of flagrant twos this year. I feel like it's only like the fourth one of the year. But yeah, you don't really see a lot of flagrant twos. Uh, I mean, if you hit dude in the, you know. Enough. Yeah. Earned it. Uh, player of the day, I was conflicted. I'm gonna give it to AD because you know what, man. I did want to give it to to Bogdanovich, but if he, hey man, <clears throat> I had his back and he had mine. And AD went out there, man. He he, he hurt. He hurt everything, bro. He's tired of it. I said fine. <laughs> I'll get my 15 free throws and fall down for y'all to leave me alone. It's not gonna be my fault. I'm interested to see the shows today about how they – because they all have been blaming AD. Like, AD got to play better than well, 36 to 42. So, there you go. Um, game of the weekend. 
I'm going to give it to Washington versus the Pacers. I was looking for any other game to give it to, but I can't find one. So you know what? There you go. Fine. Um, the Wizards, obviously, they always play teams to overtime for some reason. Good, bad, other. Um, let's move on. Uh, coach, I'm giving it to... Only because, man, he keeps fighting, right? Rick Carlisle continues to just get all he can in his team. They actually look better without Porzingis right now. I know they beat Cleveland twice, but it's, it's the fact they're consistent. I think they've won. It's been Tim Hardaway Jr., honestly. It has been Tim Hardaway Jr., but hey, man, you got to put him in there. Got to give him the confidence. Right. Go get all that credit for years for giving people confidence. Shout out, Rick Carlisle. Um, students say it, I'll say it. My dickhead of the day. It's got to be. It's got to be Jokic, man. We're complaining, we're complaining every time he didn't get the call. You're the MVP. I mean, every. I was shocked they didn't give him. They gave him a tech at the end because they're like, all right, uh-huh. you're just going to keep just complaining, like yelling in my face because they didn't want to the other times he sold. And it was just bad how immediately he shot it. And it was like, it was like, you already know what kind of person you'd be to play with. You know what I mean? Right. In park or in the gym. He shot it, missed, and he was like, where's my foul? After he missed it. Yeah. Every time. It was like, bro, just hit the shot. You're right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have been mad at himself. Could have been like, man, I got to be a little better. Now he immediately went to the rest. He had nine free throws already that game. So it was ridiculous. It was absurd. And I really didn't like it, actually. I'm not gonna, that's probably why I'm holding this MVP thing. I really did not like Watson. It was bad. I was like, damn. It was. I had the same takeaway. I was like, bro, you're being a real baby about this. And you really could. You really, it, it was, if he beat them, I'd had nothing else. I'd be like, I'd have been happily coming up here, like, you know what? You said Giannis is for doing it. He did it. Even if he'd have lost, it would have been okay. It was the reactions for me. I really didn't. It was bad, man. And I'm not one of those, like, you know, oh, players can't do anything. Type. Go ahead. Be expressive. But damn. Not not every time. If he'd have done it once, it would have been okay. For real. I get it. Yeah. Guy yelled to get a call. Not not three misses with a minute left. You don't complain after everyone. It was awful. And my highlight of the last two days, think about this one. I'm gonna go refresh my memory real quick. Looking at these games, take your time, man. Take your time. I can't think of anything. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not. oh, I know my highlight. Go ahead. I forgot because I got my real highlight of the night was Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez got dunked on by K.J. Martin off of alley-oop. And he basically, like, he got he got stared down. And, like, he just, like, flinched like he was scared. Like, you know how you, like, sarcastically, oh, I'm scared. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. And it broke the internet. And it was the way you get dunked on and still walk away with a W. Cool. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I need to I need to look that one up, man. 
Honestly, yeah, dude, honestly, my highlight, my highlight really was it was Luca last night, just because of the meme. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, I was watching the game, but then I turned off because you know I wanted to watch Luca, but he was just chilling. With Josh Richardson and Hardaway. I was like, oh, okay, that's fun. <laughs> and I saw a stat that the Mavs are twenty four and zero after leading after the first quarter, which is actually crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy five stat. now. It's the nuts stat. But then I just looked, and someone just randomly posted in this group chat, and they posted that in his face, and I was like, oh, man. Because I, I, I start watching it again after, and they're like, Lou got ejected. I was like, for what? They're like, hitting Colin, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> I see the correlation. Yep. It was crazy because Colin was actually getting fouled the whole game. They didn't really give him any calls. And I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know how he annoyed Luca enough to do that, but. <clears throat> Alas, he kind of, yeah, he slightly shoved him in the back on the box out, but it wasn't enough to re to have that kind of reaction. Damn, Luca, hey man, but thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Our guy Dom, Triple D's, he already left. So for you know, self Demetrius, Darnell, and then have a good one. Later. Triple D, deuces. <laughs>